news, updates, and predictions ahead of this weekend's Week 16 matchup between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Detroit Lions coming up on this Christmas edition of the Locked On Bucks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, Bucks Nation, to today's episode of Locked on Bucks Podcast. I'm your host for today's episode, David Harrison. James Yarko is off. It is Christmas Day, and guys, I hope if you're listening to this on Christmas, obviously I hope that you're having a pleasant holiday season. If you're listening to this after the fact, of course, I hope that you had a happy holiday. And of course, we're all hoping for some presents from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers themselves as they take on the Detroit Lions in Week 16 on Saturday, looking to clinch a playoff spot. By the time they take the field, they'll know if the NFC South is still potentially up for grabs after the Minnesota Vikings and New Orleans Saints meet up on Christmas Day. In today's episode, however, we're going to talk about some recent news, some injury updates, and then I'm going to share my bold predictions and score predictions, as well as James, as he dropped his predictions on me to share with you guys on this episode. So let's get right to it, and we're starting with some quarterback news as the reports are coming in that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are adding quarterback Drew Stanton to the practice squad. Stanton played collegiately at Michigan State, drafted in 2008 by the Detroit Lions, the same Detroit Lions that the Buccaneers will be facing this weekend, and has eight years total credited to his career starting in 2008, playing for the Detroit Lions through the 2010 season, and then coming up again in 2012 as part of the Indianapolis Colts roster, and then again 2014, 15, 16, and 17 with the Arizona Cardinals, and that, of course, is where the tie-in with Bruce Arians comes in. Stanton is 36 years old, close to 37 years old, coming in to be a practice squad quarterback. You have to imagine basically an emergency option in case Tom Brady gets injured, Blaine Gabbert, Ryan Griffin still on the roster, of course. All of this stems from the poaching, the signing of Josh Rosen, quarterback, who's been on the practice squad for the Buccaneers throughout the rest of this season, or throughout the majority of this season anyway, was just recently signed by the San Francisco 49ers, John Lynch, swooping up and stealing that quarterback from his former franchise. Of course, the 49ers have had their own injury issues at the quarterback position, losing Jimmy Garoppolo. C.J. Beathard has had some injuries. Nick Mullins also suffering some injuries there. So the Niners getting really thin at quarterback, looked around the league, saw Josh Rosen kind of sitting there on the practice squad, decided to give him an opportunity. Now he is on the on the active roster there for the 49ers reportedly signing a one-year deal with the franchise. In other far more impactful news, at least as far as it pertains to this Saturday's matchup between the Bucks and the Lions, interim head coach for the Detroit Lions, Daryl Bevel, has been ruled out of the game on Saturday, unable to play due to COVID-19 restrictions, along with defensive coordinator Corey Unlin, defensive line coach Bo Davis, defensive backs coach Steve Gregory, and linebackers coach Ty McKenzie, None of those gentlemen will coach against Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Saturday. Again, due to COVID-19 protocols. Stepping into their place is the interim head coach replacing the interim the interim of the interim head coach, Robert Prince, wide receivers coach. Calling the plays for the Lions offense will be the quarterback's coach, Sean Ryan. Calling the plays on defense is going to be Evan Rothstein, who's the head coach assistant slash research and analysis. Coaching the defensive backs is going to be Tony Carter, who is normally a defensive assistant. Coaching the linebackers is going to be head coach assistant slash research and analysis, David Corral. Coaching the defensive line is going to be Ty Warren, who is the William Clay Ford minority coaching assistant. So an obvious and obviously interesting turn of events for the Detroit Lions as they've been hit suddenly here at the end of the season with COVID-19 issues. Head coach Daryl Bevel did go on record saying that the Detroit Lions requested through the NFL that the game be pushed to Sunday because had the game been pushed to Sunday, 
the entire Lions coaching staff could have come to the game, coached their players, coached their team, and been able to operate as much as normal as possible. They've been doing some Zoom conference, some distance game planning, and, and all that stuff using digital technology to kind of help them get ready for the game. But the NFL denying that request. A lot of people out there have their opinions on why they denied that request, and I'm not going to tell them any of them that they're necessarily wrong, but whatever it is, the NFL denied the request, so the game will go on Sunday, 1 p.m. Eastern on NFL Network, part of the NFL Network's doubleheader for Christmas Day, or the sorry, the day following Christmas on December 26th. That's Saturday, of course. And of course, that has an impact on this game because a lot of people look at this as a game the Buccaneers have to win. Not only do they have to win it because they need to clinch a playoff spot, but you just look at the rosters and you just look at the teams. And, and again, we've discussed this earlier in the week, but two franchises going in very different directions, kind of similar to the Atlanta Falcons. They both have kind of an older quarterback. The Falcons have Matt Ryan. The, the Detroit Lions have Matthew Stafford. And you kind of don't know what the future of both those guys really is. I think that Matthew Stafford's future is definitely probably in Detroit, whereas Matt Ryan's future is a little bit more in the air and in question, although he does have a quite a heavy quite a heavy salary cap number and a cap penalty number if the Falcons do decide to move on from him after the season. All that being said, though, two franchises with a whole lot to think about for the future while the Buccaneers are still thinking about this season before they have to address their, their future, looking to clinch that playoff spot. And, of course, winning against the Detroit Lions will do that, in fact, clinch their first playoff berth since the 2007 NFL season. So, guys, that's just some recent news. Coming up on the other side of this quick break, we've got some injury updates from both teams as Thursday injury reports come out. We'll cover those, go over the impact of those injury reports. In segment two of today's episode of the Locked On Bucks podcast, a Christmas episode of Locked On Bucks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, guys, back now for segment two here at the Locked On Bucks podcast on Friday, Christmas Day. Merry Christmas and happy holidays to all of you out there. Hope that this episode finds you safe, happy, and healthy. Let's go ahead and dive into injury reports. And because the game is on Saturday, these are, in fact, your final injury reports of the week. Coming out on Thursday, the Buccaneers reported Carlton Davis with that groin injury did not participate in practice yet again. That is Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, completely out of practice. Of course, Tuesday was just a walkthrough anyway, and his game status officially right now is doubtful. Bruce Arians going on record saying that that was going to be a game day, game time decision for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers if he does not go. Of course, you've got Jamel Dean, Sean Murphy, Bunting, and then Ross Cockrell is the next three guys up in the order to potentially have to defend this Detroit Lions offense and try to keep them from ruining the Buccaneers' playoff plans, at least for one more week. Quarterback Tom Brady appeared on the injury report on Wednesday as a non-participant. However, it is also noted that it was not injury-related, so just a Veterans Day off or maybe he had something going on. Who knows? But either way, he did not participate on Wednesday. A Back to a full participant on Thursday. He is a full go for this weekend's game on Saturday, Jason Pierre-Paul still hampered by that knee that was hindering him from practice last week leading up to the Falcons game. He did end up playing, did not make much of a statistical impact. However, you do have to imagine his presence on the field alone forces offenses to kind of shift protection that way. Make sure you're aware of him. Keep throwing some chip blocks here and there and all that stuff. Quarterbacks definitely know where number 90 is. Limited participant on Tuesday and Wednesday. Did not participate on Thursday. You have to anticipate that's them trying to give him some rest and build up for the game. He is not listed with any status on the injury report, which means he is going to go. And Dominican Sue did not participate on Thursday, just a day off. He's good to go. Antoine Winfield Jr. did not participate on Tuesday with a listed shoulder injury. It was a limited participant Wednesday, but a full participant on Thursday. So he will be good to go on Saturday as well. So Carlton Davis, really the only player up in the air right now, unless weird stuff happens between now and Saturday. Looking on the Detroit Lions side of things, they're not quite so lucky. Terrell Crosby, offensive lineman, did not participate all week in practice, and he is out. Kenny Galladay, 
wide receiver the hit that Matt Derry told us was not going to be playing anyway. He has also out, has not participated at all this week in practice. Jamie Collins, the linebacker, is listed as questionable, although he did not participate in practices either. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, offensive tackle Taylor Decker, dealing with a groin injury of his own, limited participant on Tuesday, did not participate on Wednesday, back to limited on Thursday. He's listed as questionable. Jaron Curse, the safety, showed up for the first time on Thursday on the injury report with a hip injury. He is also questionable, uh, limited participant on Thursday. Kicker Matt Prater did not participate on Wednesday, limited on Thursday, also listed as questionable, as is Frank Ragnow, who has participated in practice on Thursday for the first time since suffering a fractured throat. Again, just absolutely amazed uh, that he suffered a fractured throat and then continued to play uh, professional football as an offensive lineman. He's listed as questionable. Quarterback Matthew Stafford with his lingering rib injury and right thumb injury limited all week is also listed as questionable, but he has also gone on record to the media saying that if he can walk, he is going to be in the game, so expect him to play. Halopulivati Vitae, I'm not sure if I ever say that correctly, had <laughs> a concussion. He has been cleared for full participant on, full participant on Thursday. Still questionable, but you probably expect that he's going to play cornerback Mike Ford. And defensive end Julian Aquara were, all, were both full participants on Wednesday and Thursday and are good to go for Saturday. So that is your injury report, your final injury report, as it were, leading into week 16 of the NFL season as the Detroit Lions host the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Again, the Buccaneers looking to secure that playoff spot. We're going to take one more break here, guys, and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about bowl predictions, final score predictions for this weekend's action before we get out of here for the Christmas holiday and send you all into the weekend, getting set to watch those Buccaneers hopefully defeat the Lions, secure that playoff spot. Segment three of the Lockdown Bucks podcast coming up. All right, guys, back now here at the Locked On Bucks podcast, and we're going to wrap up today's Christmas episode, holiday episode of by sharing our bowl predictions and our score predictions for this weekend's game where the Tampa Bay Buccaneers travel to Detroit to take on Matthew Stafford and the Detroit Lions. We'll start with bowl predictions, guys. I'm going to share mine first. Mine actually doesn't have to do with this game in a specific performance kind of way, but I'm really kind of more talking about the, the prospect that the Buccaneers will have the opportunity to potentially play for the NFC South division title next week, week 17, against the Atlanta Falcons. And look, guys, Michael Thomas is on injury reserve, so he cannot play for the New Orleans Saints until the playoffs arrive, a decision that they went ahead and made, shutting him down for the regular season. For the Saints, that's probably an acceptable fate. They've already got a playoff spot secured, all but out of the home field advantage conversation. But what wouldn't be acceptable would be to lose the division race after fighting for the number one seed just two weeks ago. In my opinion, I don't think Sean Payton, the Saints, any of the... Anybody in the Saints fandom would be happy about that. If the Saints lose to the Minnesota Vikings, that's the exact scenario that Sean Payton's team would be facing entering Week 17. Of course, that is assuming that the Buccaneers take advantage of or take advantage and, and take care of business that is in Detroit on Saturday. So my bold prediction, guys, is that the Buccaneers will get help from the Vikings on Christmas Day, which is today as you're listening to this, beat the Lions themselves on Saturday and enter Week 17. Bucks Nation, you're going to be rooting for the Carolina Panthers, who can then hand Tampa Bay a prime shot at winning the NFC South, pending any flex decisions by the NFL. Both the Saints and Panthers and the Falcons and Buccaneers face off at the 1 o'clock Eastern time slot next Sunday, Week 17. And if my bold prediction of the Vikings and the Buccaneers both winning in Week 15 comes true, if the Saints win against the Panthers, then they have the division and it was all for nothing. However, if the Panthers can somehow defeat the New Orleans Saints to end the season and prevent them from having a complete division sweep, that'd be nice. And the Buccaneers do defeat the Atlanta Falcons in their second and final matchup of the season, then the Tampa Bay Buccaneers would actually walk away with the NFC South Division's crown. I know that some of you out there, I ran a poll on the Locked On Bucks podcast 
uh, Twitter feed. And I know that it's about a 50-50 split, to be honest with you guys, those of you who voted. And some of you want to see the Buccaneers host a playoff game. Some of you say with this COVID-stricken 2020 NFL season, there is no home field advantage, so it doesn't really matter. So you'd rather them see uh, a matchup against maybe the, the, against the Washington football team or the New York Giants or whoever wins the NFC East, travel to one of those teams, play one of them as they are kind of perceived to be a lesser quality of opponent. Those of you who have seen the Twitter traffic already know that I'm not really of that mindset. I'm kind of a win as much as you can, when you can type of situation. That's just kind of the person that I am. So that's where I go with that. And let's be honest, guys, it would be a little bit fun to watch the New Orleans Saints after everything that's happened this year, and especially in recent history, lose the NFC South division race with a four game losing streak ending the playoffs. I mean, you can't deny that that would be a lot of fun to see happen. Moving over to James's bold prediction of this game. He kind of leans on the Pro Bowl aftermath. Of course, Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay Buccaneers only getting one Pro Bowl nod in linebacker Jason Pierre-Paul. So a lot of angry players. Specifically, he points out Levante David and Devin White. A lot of people, of course, have pointed those two gentlemen out. And James says that going up against a lackluster Detroit offense provides them another opportunity for to prove that they are the best linebacker duo in the National Football League. His bold prediction, guys, is that Devin White is going to have another multi-set game while Levante David is going to be responsible for two takeaways. He gets even more specific, saying that one of Levante David's takeaways is going to be through a forced fumble and the other being an interception. So Levante doesn't have to recover the fumble, but if he does, that, that would be great, I'm sure. Anyway, but Levante will at least be part of a fumble situation and then another interception, and Devin White's going to come up with a couple sacks at, or more. Of course, I'm sure all of you out there would love to see that happen against the Detroit Lions, so we'll see if those things come through. Moving over into score predictions, James has the Tampa Bay Buccaneers winning this game by a score of 38-13 to 13 as we speak right now. According to our friends over at betonline.ag, the Buccaneers are a firm 10-point favorite in this game on the road. So James predicting not only will the Buccaneers come through with a win, but they will easily cover the spread winning by 25 points in this game. I don't have them winning by as many points. I've got them winning by 21. So again, covering the spread, but I've got Buccaneers 35 to 14. For those who are interested, both James and I are actually 9-5 and five on the season. So kind of keeping pace right there with the Buccaneers themselves as far as our game picks go this year. And that's going to wrap up our episode here today, guys, to end the week again, send you into the holidays. You're already enjoying your holidays. You're listening to this a little bit shorter, a little bit more to the point, but we definitely wanted to come back at you on Friday and give you guys some, some content to listen to. If some of you, I know some, some people got to work on Christmas. Maybe some of you are away from home or restricted from seeing your family because of all this COVID stuff. So we definitely wanted to drop in. If you had time to give us a listen and make sure that you know that we appreciate you. Hope that you're all out there enjoying your holiday season, no matter how you celebrate or what you celebrate. And then real quick before we get out of here, guys, I want to give a special congratulations to Percy Koo, who you can all find on Twitter at PJK4500. Not only did Percy win our specific raffle, which gave him 100 additional entries into Paige DeMacos' autographed Mike Evans jersey raffle, but he also got a full year's of year subscription to the TDM premium service on us as well. That jersey is on the way to Percy there. Percy, congratulations to you. Thank you to every Locked On Bucks listener and Twitter follower who entered into our raffle and helped us help Paige DeMacos and her mission to help the Arians Family Foundation, who helps children in need just helping people helping people helping people layers and layers of people helping each other that's what this is all about we appreciate all of you and again congratulations to percy guys stay with us stay tuned i mean listen we, we love giving you giving back to you guys we appreciate all the time you give to us throughout the year not just the holiday season so you never know when we've got another little giveaway coming up just to kind of give back to you guys just a little bit our little 
token every once in a while of showing just how much we appreciate you Bucks fans who make Locked On Bucks part of your daily, weekly, monthly, however you involve us into your routines. Speaking of Locked On Bucks, you guys might notice that the Locked On Bucks Twitter account is going to be dormant during the Saturday game. Guys, Saturday is my son's birthday, so as I think most people would do, um, I'm going to be spending time with my son, and that's going to take me away from the game. It's going to take me away from Twitter. Special thanks to Gil Arcia, the best site manager that uh, that a guy could ask for over at BucksNation.com, and of course to the Locked On Podcast Network for affording me the opportunity to be with my family on such an event. I will be catching the game on Sunday morning. I will wake up, watch the game first thing Sunday morning, but I will not be on Twitter during the game. So go ahead and follow Bucks underscore nation on Twitter. If you don't already, James will be live tweeting from the BucksNation.com Twitter page. And then James and I will be coming together Sunday afternoon to record our reactions and our analysis of what happens between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Detroit Lions after I get a chance to catch up. Until then, follow me on Twitter at dharrison82. Follow James at jarco underscore bucks. If you want to be part of the show, give us a call at 813-444-5841. You're going to hear James's voice prompt you to leave us a voicemail. Drop your thoughts, your questions, your analysis into the mailbox there. And we will do our very best to get each and every one of you on the show as this show is for Bucks Nation. We want Bucks Nation to have a voice in it as well. One last time, guys, I'm David Harrison, Locked On Bucks Podcast. Hope you are all having a safe, happy, and healthy holiday season out there. If you're out and about, please be safe. Be kind to one another. Wash your hands. And thank you so much for joining me right here at Locked On Bucks.